Welcome to Now Try This, the podcast where two best friends get together every week to try something new. I'm Marcus, and who are you? My name is Senor Nicholas. I am here as your podcast partner, Marcus uh, B. Uh, and we are here to see what we know about a little detailed comic book that Hell yeah. Hell easily yeah. is Hell one of yeah. my new F favorite. <laughs> guys we are here on the podcast where we try stuff what does that mean that means this week marcus has challenged me challenged me to participate partake in something that he has loved lately something that he's into something that he just wants another person his friend to be associated with in some kind of way and that way this this time he has chosen very oddly so a comic book a comic i've never heard of until this moment a comic book they've never heard of baby that's how we do it here okay i find something let's pick a little thing i pick a little thing that i'm currently enjoying that i'm eating up and then you enjoy it or you bleep and hate it and uh marcus you're getting a reputation of giving me weird crap the Mm -hmm. last weird thing you gave me reputation didn't even exist i couldn't even find it that's true this one you found (laughs) i hope i did well funny story uh pull back the curtain i had to go to like four stores it was sold out everywhere which i guess is a good thing but i still haven't said the name of it the name of what we're doing today is called the nice house on the lake but before we get to that a couple little business things to take care of because you guys are listening to this either on youtube or your podcast app or everywhere it is and you're probably thinking wow those two handsome boys i want to support them easiest way to do it is just to participate in the conversation go on instagram go on twitter say hello subscribe to us uh, leave a review on itunes and on spotify but if you really really think wow you know that feeling of not being able to share something with your friend and we're able to do that and you're not and you want in on this friend group join the patreon patreon.com slash now try this cast and you get to vote and submit on what we do every month last time the color purple one and whilst we very much enjoyed having participated in this wonderful classic top 100 of all time film we would love some not serious stuff for just a, a season just, just a season once. and then Give get back to the sad thing. stuff Give i just want something silly, silly. you know what's so crazy we've had so many sad things i'm looking fondly on the past when we did what was it called recipe of desire what was it called the Kentucky yeah, recipe for desire i think right recipe for for seduction seduction recipe for seduction i'm looking back fondly on that episode on that suggestion because we've been doing so many serious mm-hmm. things so mm-hmm. i'm ready i'm mm-hmm. ready to be messed with give us another recipe for seduction please well maybe not maybe not no i'd watch <laughs> that again maybe the- <laughs> look i like i like the big dramatic movies give us color purple give us whale give us stuff like that's gonna break our hearts Mm-hmm. but also also give us give us other things oh welcome to the chat t saying hello to you and saying hello to everyone who's joining us live when we record this on twitch.tv slash now try this cast 
every Tuesday at 9 p.m. Come join the conversation live, and we will yeah. probably reference you in some kind of way whilst we're recording because <laughs> uh, that's we what we do are greedy for praise and attention hell yeah give us praise and attention baby we, this is what we love oh. speaking of praise and attention i was reading the comments nick in one of, in one of our clips we got called cringe which i have feelings about what specifically oh i saw that and i thought it was referencing the thing we were referencing was cringe. I didn't think it was calling us cringe. Oh, maybe. I, I thought, thought they were saying. I thought they were agreeing with us. Like, yeah, oh, that's maybe. cringe. Maybe that's. You know what? That's a positive. Oh, spin. it's when you spoke Japanese. That is oh, pretty. Oh yes, cringe. yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Which I feel like here's my here's my take on that. Right, and, and maybe was, is that the, was that the one? Yeah, I think that might have been the one. Yeah. Here's my take on that. Mm -hmm. I feel like in order to be alive and a human being on this earth, like you have to be cringe. Like existing is cringy. You can't be a cool fucking guy all the time. You know, the only way, the only ways to avoid being cringy is hiding in your room <laughs> or being Ildris Elba. I feel like he's probably never been cringy. No, that, he's those been are cringy. the two ways. He's been cringy. You got to look at his stuff like before he hit it big. He was an actor just like everyone else and did some really stupid stuff out there. Mm -hmm. That was uh, pretty cringe. I just also need to reference that for whatever reason, because I opened the clip and because Twitch is open and because the window is open and the share screen. I can see myself five times right now. That's too many times. And I kind of like it. OK, I'm well, kinda, I'm kind of <laughs> into a different this. problem. Like, like, I'm just like, wow. that's a different problem. Like, there's that's like a, a problem. There's like a lot of me. Have you ever mirrored it, Marcus? What do you mean mirrored it? Is that you a cool I mean. slang you, thing? You know Is what I mean. Have you thing? ever, have you ever, have you ever mirrored it? Like had sex in front of a mirror? Yes. Like, but Te see. technically, technically, I'm sure there's been a mirror sure. in a place. Technically, yeah. I'm sure. But have you ever like on Suzanne purpose? Cringe. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever on purpose like mirror me? eye contact <laughs> nick i feel like yeah. you have is what you're about to say but you don't no know unless you ask i feel like day to day mm -hmm. i actively don't want to look at myself in the mirror i feel like looking at myself while recording this podcast editing putting it out there is so difficult i don't want sure. to be observed in public spaces especially by myself but what about you nick uh, no, I'm very used to looking at myself. I, I also don't like it, but I've gotten so used to it because I've been doing it since I was a kid for all the. No, but stuff. specifically the sex what? thing, Nick, you, about, you are what avoiding are you, what are you asking me. What say the, say the words. What Do are you, you asking me when you have sex? Are you looking at yourself in the mirror? The way you phrased that was as if it was all the time. Like I had a mirror. Okay. Okay. I mean, no, Marcus, mm -hmm. I do not have a mirror. Okay. Do you prefer that method? <laughs> do you do like I, it? Do, do you enjoy it? Do I do I like what? Do looking I, at yourself in the mirror. Whilst, while you have sex are you asking me if i like to look at myself in the mirror while i am having sexual relations yes that is what you asked me and that is what i'm asking no you. seems like the answer that you would expect me to say no it doesn't no no i never i never have <laughs> i would i would okay i would okay i would i have asked i have asked i've asked partners like yo my phone's right there like you know like what's up and i've gotten very cr cricket silence so uh, like there, now there's <laughs> <laughs> yeah like now uh so there is no me there is no mirrored selfies of me whilst 
doing the deed. I'm sorry. If you want, I, I can like sad. install a ceiling mirror for you or something. Dude, I, like I mean, the, my partner can't say no if the mirror just happens to be there. Yeah, I'll I'll, but, I'll install it. Like, can you also put one like on the backboard? So that way I got it like coming and going. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. I feel like that would be a nice gift for you. Sounds like a great gift. You know what? Mm, Happy birthday it. to this me. This is not the conversation path I want to go down. Okay. But I was... Uh, people have, in the past, done this yes. thing where you do VR and you have a camera kind of rigged behind you. So you're walking around in third person like a video oh, game character. Weird. And you see the world as if it were a video game. Yeah. And I just imagine like having sex... Well, that is rigged to you would be weird. Weird. I have dreams in third person. Do you have dreams That's... in first person or third person? I'm not even in my dreams. I was having this conversation with Darren. I'm not even oh, in my dreams. Weird. Sometimes. That's even weirder than me. Mm -hmm. I've, my, my, I'm sure you can imagine my dreams are like comics or movies. I see them. that makes sense. Like, Wait, are they in first person or third person? Third person. I, I I'm see in them. third person a lot of times. If I'm in the dream, I'm in third person. If I'm not in the dream, I am not in the dream. Yeah. Weird. I'm almost always in my dreams. I am not always me. Mm -hmm. Like I'll be Whoopi Goldberg in my dream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Straight up. But I'll still be me. Okay. But I'll also be seeing it as a spectator. Weird. We should bring on uh we should have a special now try this uh yeah, dream shrink episode and get sure. a dream. Yeah, that'll get here. all the hippies. All the all the astrological like people, which I like. I like hearing That's about that stuff. That sounds like a great episode, guys. If you want to see that, go to patreon.com slash not try this guys, because we probably have to pay someone to do that. That's one of those things that I like hearing about, but I don't care about enough to like do my own work to whatever. Like, tell me no, about my sign. I would love that. But for but content. If it's for content. We'll do anything. We'll be here. We'll do, we'll do anything. <sighs> Nick, have you tried anything new? Gosh, I uh, I wish you didn't ask me. I ooh, I saw Ant-Man and the Wasps Quantumania. OK, quick. Night last week out of 10 7.2 pretty good yeah, it was pretty good it's pretty good it was, i i think the people who didn't like it were expecting something that they shouldn't have expected and i think the people that loved it didn't does don't have realistic views on what makes a good movie <laughs> i was confused by the people who hate it so much because i was like genuinely that was it's not exactly, a bad movie it was no. on the same level as all the other marvel movies except for like not a all. handful but the, the best ones it wasn't on that level yeah sure it wasn't, it the, wasn't a, the best ones but it's ant-man yeah. ant-man's never been on level as the best ones but it's used to be used to be even more down i mean ant-man 2 was just as bad as all the other twos right yeah yeah you know but a couple quick things i think some people's problem with it was like it just uh i think they wanted um to understand the world more and they're like what is this so how are they shrinking how are they growing and i'm like you, you're missing the point these people are superheroes. Like I think, yeah. I think you've lost the thread a little bit. And I'm a, yeah. and I'm a hard magic guy. I, if you're gonna give me some rules, give me all the rules, right? Mm -hmm. You liked it better after you slept on it and thought about it. T yeah, I think, I think my biggest problem with it is I just wanted more Ant Man and Cassie. Like overall, I didn't mind the things happening in the movie. I liked seeing new things. I thought they did. It, it got a little lazy because they were just people, right? Yeah, like it, it was just people and all the bad guys were just people in black helmets. Yeah, just people like that yeah, yeah. was lazy. Like, I agree. But like at the end of the day, 
it was all to tell a very simple theme about mm-hmm. like uprising and this and that. And I thought it was all cool. I just like the little bit of like Cassie and Ant-Man, Cassie and Scott that I got, I really liked. And I think if you look back on the other Ant-Man movies, that's why Scott Lang, I think, is a cool superhero. Like, yeah. that's the coolest part about him, that he's a dopey dad. Yeah. And he like fell into this. Yeah, like, that's what makes him cool to me. Like, mm-hmm. I know he's not Thor, or Captain America. He's just like a guy. And I always love my heroes like that. Like, yeah. He's just a guy. Yeah. You know? No, I like him, too, just because he's a, he's just a dude. And I think that I think this portrayal of Ant-Man is comic accurate ish. I was reading perfect. the Fantastic Four comic book where it's Scott Lang, She-Hulk, some actress who Johnny Storm used to date and sure. someone else. I forgot the fourth person, but yeah. it was just like random people like the Fantastic Four went missing and like random people ended up becoming the Fantastic Four and having to like raise all the children that were part of the Future Foundation that the Fantastic yeah, yeah, Four yeah. were taking part of care of and all this stuff. And it was really fun it was good and that was the first time i ever read anything with scott lang in it and i really liked him was that newer yeah i bet it was influenced by the new stuff too then which is fine by me i like when they i think like it, was, m- it was before m- like i mean it's newer as in the last time i read comic books which was like i want to say 10 years ago i don't know six years ago it is like sure well, scott lang was dead it was when too. johnny storm died Ah, okay. That, that was a while before. ago, right? That, yeah, that, that was a, that was a little that was bit. A that might have been yeah. right in the, around the same time. Yeah. Honestly, he was probably in that comic because Ant Man was coming out. That makes sense. It was probably yeah. lined up. But I will say, I, I would love to hear your thoughts on King. I love Jonathan Majors as King. I thought he did a, an absolutely incredible job. I was insanely impressed with him. Like he killed it. I I love. I think of all the of the entire movie, I think that like he was very human. I think the two big moments for Jonathan Majors that stand out for me are one, he was kind of trapped with Mama Wasp. Lang. What's her name? Wasp. I don't know. Janet Van Dyne. No, the, the ja- mom, Janet? her mom. Janet. Hope is the daughter. Janet. Oh, Janet. Yes, Janet. You used that because that's the wasp. In the that's comments. the wasp yeah. in my head. Yes. Janet's when she was trapped with him in the thing. I like that. It was very human. I liked it that he was able to pull that off. Um, and then I also liked when he just started fist fighting Ant-Man, I thought that was like a very like I am here and I am desperate and I'm going to punch you if I have to punch you and I'm going to win this. However, I have to win this. I like that. I agree with you so much. I loved it. I thought he was it was so cool and grounded and like that moment when he's hanging out with Janet and she touches the the thing and sees inside his mind and sees everything he does and there's just that moment where kang realizes that she like saw his past and he's just like please just let me take you home i see all the evil i see all the conviction i see everything behind it and i just hear him saying please just let me take you home and she can't do it it was such a powerful like villain moment I, i i really loved it my only complaint about it was like the same about the movie where they ended up just being a bunch of guys in like blue helmets. Like I just like the whole Mm -hmm. society he made was so like, I've seen that before everything else about that movie. I hadn't seen before, but that I've seen so many times in so Mm -hmm. many movies and so many superhero movies specifically, because they need a nameless army to fight, whatever. Like those are just other people, right? Or did he make them? Are they robots or like, they're Who just stormtroopers. They? They They're from? just stormtroopers. Like stormtroopers. stormtroopers work the one time. 
Yeah. Stormtroopers worked for the original Star Wars, and Stormtroopers has not worked for any other movie ever since. I think Stormtroopers still work. I think Stormtroopers just... have never worked for any movie I... ever since the original movies. I think that they still work in a lot of nope. different ways, but I think it needs to be warranted. Like Stormtroopers worked, I think, because you it's a huge evil empire. You empire has armies. You connect the dots in your brain. It doesn't matter who the armies are, right? You got faceless villains. Uh, it's okay. I don't think but so. But having name one, someone name one, name one, what name one other time it worked. I, a stormtrooper has been. Fapes. How I mean, how many villains have armies? Thanos. Oh, heavens all did time. he have an army? Yeah. They're just who are those guys? Exactly. That was a problem. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Dark side has parademons. I mean, uh, Dune. Dune. It works there, <laughs> but that's not those are stormtroopers. That's like an army. Okay, what is this? What are stormtroopers? They're an army, nameless, faceless beings. The people in Doom were like people. That was like war. That was like what is? Storm? It was like what a commentary on okay. war. Wait, no. Okay, but Kang the Conqueror. I get what you're saying. I agree with you. I know. I just I know out there there's an example of I know, and you can't find it, which I'm like army. ripping the benefits of. Yeah, 100. percent I like it's, uh, you're totally right, but the fact that you can't think of it makes me win the mm -hmm. argument. So I'm mm -hmm. gonna stay on by mm -hmm. that. That's fair. <laughs> Not really. It's a little rude, but you got to deal with it because you chose me. But also, like what you were saying about how they fought in the end, that doesn't always work. But it reminds me of the time that I don't remember. I don't know if you remember in Sinestro War. At the end of that event, mm. Sinestro like lost all his power in his ring and Hal ran out of juice in his ring. And they were just like on a on the roof of a building, like just freaking punching at the end of that yeah. event. And that like resonated so much, you know, about like yeah. the stakes and all the everything else like was gone. And like Jonathan Majors is like strong. He is built and he is oh, he's so good. I'm so yeah. excited. I'm so excited about what they're going to do with him. Uh, I hope they keep doing really, really cool things. William Jackson Harper was heavily underutilized. Is that the guy that read minds? Mm -hmm. I understand that he could have been Reed Richards. But for me, I'm glad he wasn't because I am rooting for Dev Patel. I heard he's in the talks. And I for me, for, that I'm is perfect. Also, the guy from Midnight Mass, the sheriff. I think he'd be uh, pretty good. Know. Reed Richards. Midnight Mass? Yeah, the sheriff. Sheriff? I don't know who this is. Do I? I didn't see Midnight Mass. No. Rahul oh, Kohli. he was in um, iZombie. Oh, I didn't, I didn't watch that. You I did? like him. I thought he oh. was very. He's a good, good actor. He's a good. actor. He's a funny guy. He's a good yeah. actor. Funny guy. He could pull off being kind of a dick and like charming at the same time. Uh, Dev Patel, though, is pretty freaking Dev Patel's cool. good, but I feel like Dev Patel could be scary in a way that I don't like. I, I think Dev Sometimes Patel could scary. also be very kind. Sometimes Reed Richards is freaking scary. I think I that know, was the thing that I was know, missing from I the originals. Know, I feel like you forget that Reed Richards is kind of like he got Sue Storm to fall in love with him. Like there's a bit of charm there and, and the and like, like a romance dicky that you don't see. Like a dicky charm. No, he's like Reed Richards is kind of a dick. He, oh, 100%. Oh, okay. But, oh, he's also very <laughs> loving. Like he, yeah, he there's is, like he, he's, he has both sides to him and I feel like you need to show that. Which is which I I totally agree with you. I know you like know even more about the character than I do, but I think that duality is like when you nail that. Yeah, like he is it's a good person until logic tells him he shouldn't be because he's just the smartest person in the world. Yeah, yeah, it's or it's, none. 
Yeah, but it's also his like heart that keeps him human, right? Because he yeah. meets the Council of Reeds. He sees everything that he could become. He yeah. sees all these verses of him, and they ask him, they're like, you want to join us? And he's like, heart is the one thing. Exactly. But yeah. you see it in his face that it's a duality where he's like, I, I, I should. I mean, I am the smartest one, and these are me, so we would solve everything. <laughs> <laughs> but it's also a little bit of hubris, right? Like yeah. he thinks he can have both. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Right? Yeah. 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 I'm someone for that a lot of times. I also saw Ben Pag Bagley from you is also was also in the running, which mm. I think look wise he looks pretty good, mm-hmm. and I think he has that charmy dickiness. He could probably do well too. I'm still Dev Patel's my number one. Yeah. And then I think maybe Penn, but I haven't seen this guy in Midnight uh, Mass. So yeah, he's good. Okay. Anyway, have you tried anything new, Marcus? Yes, Nick. I look. We live in a world where everything's crazy. We're we're overrun with with burdens all the time. We're over here busting in our asses, doing the grind, trying to get this podcast, you know, somewhere. We're trying to do stuff all the time, you know. And sometimes when you're sitting down and you're alone with your thoughts, I'm reading Didn't Moon Girl. Technically, I think. The new Moon Girl is the smartest person in the DC, in the Marvel universe, but Reed Richards you also gotta, still thinks he's the smartest. That's the <laughs> that's the important thing. I also think you have to parlay it into accomplishments, right? Like smart oh, yeah, isn't just true. like I can get to this digit math wise quicker than you. It's also like Reed Richards has done ev- everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which, which is that's why he'll true. be smartest in my heart. But Nick. When I'm sitting down and I want to get my mind off stuff and I want to chill and I want to relax, you put on a feel good show. But I feel like it's so hard to have those feel good shows. I feel like I'm plowing through those feel good shows more and more all the time. Mm -hmm. But I started a new one. Okay. It's called Run for the Money. I mean, it's not completely new. It's a series that has been going on for a long time. But Netflix bought the rights and is bringing it to American audiences. And it's called Run for the Money. For the money. The premise is this. Are you ready? Yeah. They drop a bunch of like panel show kind of comedians and celebrities, former like boy band, girl band members, and they put them in an amusement park and they have they're hunted down by 100 hunters and they like have Agent to, Smith, like Agent Smith. Yeah, they're hunted down by a bunch of Agent Smiths and they have to try to survive the longest in the amusement park without getting caught. It's like hide it. It's like tag hide and seek. Holy shit. It sounds like Squid Games. It's a Squid Game kind of thing. Uh, I feel like Squid Games is more specific. Like there's stuff involved. This is just hide and seek. But yeah, it's Squid Gamey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's real. It's It's been going on for a really long time, apparently. It's called Run for the Money. This is, I don't know, the Netflix version has like, you know, they bought the rights to this specific season. Yeah. But they, during the show, they're referencing past seasons a lot of times. So I'm like, oh, okay, this must have been going on for a while. How do they, what, do they just have to tag you and then you're out? Is they that touch how they... you and you're out. But then this while the show's amazing. going on, while the show's going on, there's they're given different missions. People got the opportunity to become a trader and every person you read out, you get 300,000 yen. Like it is so much fun I'm, I'm having a blast watching it this looks amazing <laughs> uh-huh yeah it's one of those shows that i'm like just the picture of all these it. guys in a suit just <laughs> running is it looks so cool it looks like yeah. a real life anime they are so fast 
And the there's a very oh, horny whoa. announcer lady who's like, Date Mayo, Bibiku, there's a hunter. And you're like, oh my God, okay. It's, it's very good. I like it a lot. This is a classic hunter runner game show. <laughs> classic. Where 29 <laughs> Japanese celebrities are released in a little Dutch styled town slash park where 20 hunters are released. And if the runner is caught, they are out. There are 200 minutes and the amount of money one is determined by the amount of time. If you like game shows and stuff like that, this is, this is it. This is a great, fun, silly romp. I'm like on episode three right now or something like that. There's only four episodes. It's a good time. I'm watching this immediately. This looks awesome. <laughs> it's, it's hilarious. This it is looks awesome. great. Oh my God. Sometimes you can't say stuff because it's like, oh, I'm probably going to give it to you in the podcast, but this seems like you might not because it's like, you just, I would not give thing. it to you. We have that. What were we talking about for <laughs> like how we would do on the show? Pretty oh, much. Oh my God. And then about. they ran and then they got caught. <laughs> yeah. This is what talking about. <laughs> Uh, but four episodes for uh, people running away. This sounds mm -hmm. exactly what I need mm -hmm. in my life. Thank it's good. You it's so tense, much. too, because there's a lot of time. Yeah. Dar uh, uh, Darren and I were watching earlier today and one of the contestants straight up disappeared. He was being chased by a hunter and he disappeared. And Darren and I were like, we want to see that from a different angle, because how did he do that? It was it was like a magic trick. Even the hunter chasing him was like, where the hell did he go? I love this. It was this. awesome. It was oh awesome. Oh my goodness. Wow. All right. Well, Marcus, I think it's time for us to get to today's challenge that you have given me called the nice house on the lake. The nice house There's on the nice lake. There's a nice house on the Ooh, lake. Okay. Theme song. And you might die a bad fate because... There's no spoilers for this new kind of comic by DC Black Label. Just call it Vertigo. I was enjoying my, that. That was great. That was my, that was my jam. Nice beachy tune. I oh, no, we needed more music. In the, in yeah, the pod. No, I, I agree. People haven't been complaining. We need to stop singing enough, you know, so. <laughs> yeah, but bring like, that complaint back. What was that? Our, four so. star, our first four star review was. We were getting engagement. I'm just saying. Love you or hate you, you just got to get the in in engagement, right? Yeah, yeah. That's Tell fair. your friends. Okay, so Nice House on the Lake was written by James. I don't know how to say his name, but I'm going to say James Tinian. I've heard Tynan and Tinan. The fourth. fourth. The fourth. The fourth. He is best known for Batman. He's he was writ, writ, he wrote a lot of Batman. He I read some of it. Yeah. Writes Department of Truth, which sounds really good, and I kind of want to read. And Something Is Killing Children, which I bought the first volume of and i haven't read yet but i do also want to read that yeah, Department read of Truth, his, um, do you know what that one's about no it's like a, a big conspiracy theory comic book and i think like uh, if people believe it enough it becomes real kind of thing so the department of truth has to like investigate the truths that were created by people believing in them kind of thing something like that but it sounds like a good time i actually heard about so I heard about this just by looking up horror things because I'm always like looking up horror things to read. And I saw a nice house on the lake. I was like, that is an, an absolutely captivating cover. It's a woman as though she's swimming in the lake and there's a bunch of skulls around. It's beautiful, beautiful cover. It's very beautiful cover. Uh-huh. And I, it caught my eye immediately. I was like, that looks like my jam. Whatever that is, I want to read it. You know, you're not supposed to judge a book by its cover, but ask anybody. And I often buy books because of the cover. <laughs> But it looked great. So then that not the same day, but that that was in my wish list for a while. And then later on, I listened to a podcast called well, The Last Podcast on the Left. You've mentioned them before. 
rivals of the show. I've mentioned them a lot. Free advertising. And they did an interview with James Tanian because I think he was, I don't remember exactly, but I think he was following around Bigfoot conspiracy theorists and writing a book kind of about like what it is to be a Bigfoot conspiracy theorist. But he mentioned that he he seemed like a cool, fun guy. I really enjoyed listening to his work. He helped the last podcast guys with their comic book. And they seem to be friends because he's also like in New York City. And so I was like, well, I like this guy and I already have his book in my wish list. Let me go and read it. I read it and I was immediately hooked. I was like, I I need to continue this after the reading the first issue because the premise was really cool, really unique, and and seemed like it was going to be a fun ride. I will try to give two sentence hook to get you to read this comic and then this will be a complete spoiler episode the nice house on the lake is what would happen if a group of friends that had not been around each other a lot because of circumstance went away for a lake weekend and the worst possible thing ever happened <laughs> Mm-hmm. okay i'll let your mind wander and now okay. it's a spoiler episode okay Come join, the, join the fun so now that we're in the spoiler section basically what happens is a bunch of friends gather on a lake they're invited That's by their said. friend walter mm-hmm. and then while they're there at the lake house retreat the world ends the apocalypse happens the apocalypse happens they all witness it they all start freaking out but nothing is happening on the lake and they realize that Walter somehow, some way, they do not know yet, is responsible. And I think uh, you made sure I didn't read anything before this. And uh-huh. I think um, I think it's it's totally it's totally worth it because that moment when I'm reading it, I know something's gonna happen. Sure. And to be fair, I don't think James Tinian cared about keeping it a secret because he foreshadows it a lot in the yeah, first yeah, yeah, yeah. three pages. Yeah. He's like. Then you meet Walter coming. and he meets and he's talking to this girl who he just met, met and he's like, how do you think the world's going to end? And they're like talking about it and texting about it. So it's like, oh, OK, so the world's going <laughs> to got it. Yeah. Cool. Immediately, as all these people are showing up, I get glass onion vibes. I'm like, oh, so this is glass onion. Right. <laughs> There's a whole bunch of Before specific people that were sure. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. it's parallel thinking, okay. dude. That happens yeah, all the time. 100%. They were probably written at the same time. But the, uh, the 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 premise of a whole group of old friends gathering on an island or at a lake house, like, uh, it just had the same kind of vibe where I think, um, honestly, it's just a compliment to James Tinian because I think uh, uh, Ryan Johnson's a fantastic writer where they both have that, like, you're those characters where they're almost a little too quippy to be real people. Mm -hmm. But the reason they're so quippy is so you can get their personality in a really nice bite sized dump. Yeah. So that you can enjoy the movie and or comic. Yeah. So like, I forgive it right away, Mm -hmm. but these people are all very quippy people. Yeah. Like, I think if this were a movie, I would keep the quippiness and the like, this one line is going to give you all of my personality. I would keep all that. But if this were a TV series, I would like it dulled out over a longer period of time. If if this was a movie, you would want to keep the heightened reality. But Mm -hmm. the reason you would make this a series, a 10 episode, 12 episode miniseries or whatever, is so you can ground it just a little more than it's grounded. Yeah, because it does a good job grounding itself with how many crazy things happen. Yeah, but there has to be this heightenedness to it. Because there's only, you know, 20 pages in each comic Mm -hmm. or whatever Mm -hmm. it is. What did you think about 
the art style going into it. God, I, feel I, like hated, the first it. God I hated it so much. The first couple of pages grab you, I think. Oh, sorry. Yes, it's beautiful. I, here's the thing about this comic. You it's like it? so. Uh, let me finish. It, it's it's beautiful, right? The okay. art is clearly Fair. like a take. It matches the vibe. It like looks how it how this world should look. Walter and his aesthetic is like really great. I love the anime villain glasses mm-hmm. the whole time. Oh I love yeah. that choice. The architecture and like the layout of everything and it's the gorgeous. symbols and everything. I'm I'm a sucker for all that stuff. Mm-hmm. They they it is all thawed out thought out and gorgeous. I just when you have a comic that is this stylized with this many characters, if I don't have a reference, I am a little like I hate when a comic book or something does the thing where I need to go back to the beginning to look at who multiple is. pages yeah. and be like who's Ronnie. That is who is this? That is my one complaint about this Only comic book one. is that I kept having to go back and be like, okay, which one is this one? Is this the yeah. accountant? Is this the what was this person's job? Like, because that was important. It's on the cover it of super every important. issue. They're like, all labeled with their personality, their yeah, roles. Multiple yeah. times. And it was like, okay, but it, it takes a while for that to set in. But by the time that kind of sets in, you're like towards the end of the comic book. And it's like, okay, yeah. I finally got a hang of who everybody is. And then when you finally start getting a hang of it is when they give you the character art and the character description <laughs> yeah. of all the people in the back. They didn't get it until issue like 10. And I'm like, yeah. why wasn't this in issue one? Yeah, I needed a character doing? reference in like issue one of who everybody was and their yeah. roles. But to be fair, like as as much as that is a criticism, they do do a wonderful job making all these people very distinct. Yeah. You know, very uh, it felt like the real world where everyone came from a different walk of life. We had different sexual orientations and races and uh, genders. And it was like off the gambit. Like you can tell all these like Tinian's like Bible of all these characters was really thought out. Like all yeah. these people have such personality. It's yeah. just with this art style the like water brushy kind of like like flowy way you do it you know it adds to the mystique it adds to the vibe it adds to the tension Mm -hmm. but i'm just like is that that one brown haired (laughs) girl or is that the other brown which brown were you the architect or did you were you the math were you who who did who did you fuck yeah, yeah. Which Who'd one you did come you? With? Is your husband here? Who did here? you come with? Are you, uh, did they yeah. die? Like, I yeah. There was a lot of me. Yeah. Oh, I would have loved like, one of those out. family tree things. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, Where it's like, like this connection. This is friends with. He's friends with her, and she's. That would have been nice friends too. with this person. Yeah. That would have been real yeah. nice. No, 100. I needed like a fantasy novel, like family tree, but yeah. of their friendships and how they knew each other. Because they were like the college cluster, the high school cluster. And yeah. I was like, ah. and they said it, they said it like it yeah. was there, but I had to keep referencing it. Exactly. Yeah. And the truth is, if they changed the art style to be easier to distinguish that, then you would have lost something because no. the mystique of the art is really what I think adds something to this. Like you yeah. can tell the artist was heavily involved. Yeah. No, the artist. I, I don't, I don't, Alvaro I Martinez them. Bueno and the yes. colorist Jordi Belair. Yeah. They did a wonderful job. You know, mm-hmm. I just I think I just needed that family tree thing or the, the character 100%. thing just earlier. All, That's give it. me that thing that you did. They know we needed it because they did it. On like issue it. 11 
Yeah. Just give it to issue one. And it, it yeah. would have been perfect. Yeah. And then they could have did a fun thing with it where as people were coming and going and changing, they could have like changed it, you know? Yeah. I, you know, I wonder if it was a response to like criticism. Cause like, oh, maybe. Maybe by too, the time they were late. able to, maybe the, by the time they were able to do it, they're like, okay, I guess we'll do something about it. Honestly, by issue 10 or 11, that's probably when the first uh, graphic novel of the first six issues probably came out. So that's probably yeah. when they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, cool. yeah. Cause this seems like something people probably mostly bought in trade. That's how i got it that's mm -hmm. you know month to month this doesn't seem like the kind of read that i would have enjoyed <laughs> i would have really Fair much enough. liked this as a graphic novel i, I would have picked it up month to the month i think i think there's enough to draw me in but i also do like this kind of stuff well the, the problem with it is there's just so many comics that have a good start you know what i mean i will never... read the first like three issues of a thousand comic books and then never pick them up again yeah so and, like this is they have good premises but they don't have a good follow-through i think this was perfect yeah. i think the 12 issues that you got i think were great and even if you never read more after that i think that's fine because it's still yeah. like good agree so right away what what drew me to this what drew me to this comic is like I, like as i'm reading james tinian's like he went to sarah lawrence for creative writing he studied under scott snyder he's been writing comics this is this is a tv show yeah like structurally yeah. the way he did it how every beginning of an episode focuses on another character and then like that character is who we're following in that issue slash episode mm -hmm. like it's it's written so well like the 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 pacing and the follow through of why someone and when someone and like how it all plays out is so well thought out it's yeah. so impressive yeah no it's it he's a great writer and i think that this comic book shows it but also the fact that he was able to stay on batman for as long as he did like yep. that is just an impressive thing batman is dc's top selling comic book if you do not perform well on batman they fire you immediately like yeah they will kick you off of that comic book because they it's the one they have to sell the most of yeah it looks like he was on it for nine years yeah something like that it was like a long that's good crazy run. there's I, like little there's like little blips where he's not there yes. probably for events and stuff but yeah. like for nine years he was doing batmans mm -hmm. from 2012 when i think oh yeah I, oh he took oh i remember now he took over right after scott snyder's scott snyder yes court of the owls he which did is his first which is the new 52 a hard yeah. job because scott snyder's court of owls that whole beginning of the new 52 batman was one of the only good comic books that was coming out it after was. the new everyone 52. everyone loved it yeah everyone loved everyone it, loved it. Yeah. and so the, to pick up after scott snyder who was killing it is is great it was a hard thing to do and he he did it is the batman who laughs the first that came out with that whole thing the batman who laughs is he was he instrumental in that because he wrote a lot of it i do not know he wrote a lot of the dark night uh dark death metal things i'm just looking at his that makes sense uh thing here crazy a lot of stuff but he's an incredible writer and i think that this yeah. proves it and i would love to see an adaptation for this i think comic books are a field of a, a genre or a medium that I think I don't want to say it's untapped because it's been tapped, right? But the other stuff, right? Like we're finally getting Marvel and DC and now that's becoming oversaturated. But there's so much non-Marvel DC stuff. Granted, this is technically DC, but like there's non-superhero stuff out there that is really, really good. And still, I don't think people would get tired of people wouldn't even really like know it came from a comic book that that you can make TV shows out of that I think is great. I, 
I think you hit it on the head. I think when producers and venture capitalists and all these people try to make a comic book movie, they're trying to make a comic book movie. They like we've gotten lots of movies that were from random stuff that people would never know, but they treated them like comic book movies. This 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 comic we just read, uh, The Nice House on the Lake, should be treated like a spec script. Like yeah. it is just like, like just treat yeah. it like it's a script. Don't be like, ha, ah, it's a comic book. And let's yeah. try to I, make it into like, a comic book. Road to Perdition. Did you watch that movie? Great example. That's a that's a comic book. Yeah, that's a comic movie that I think I don't I don't think they were like, let's make a comic book movie. Right. No. And I it came out great. It was a great movie entertaining yeah. and you wouldn't have known it came from a comic book yeah i mean i think like i think one of the things like lock and key suffered from where it felt like yeah. they were trying to make a comic book thing whereas like that was a horror thing that should have been a horror thing it should have felt That's... like that it should have yes. felt like a stephen king ask you know freaking um yes. carrie yeah. kind of like thing but it, it they were like oh we're making a comic book thing for a comic book show that's what i get most upset about with marvel and dc i guess and their movies it's when when we were originally pitched marvel it was like we were told by kevin feige that we're gonna you know, explore the entirety of the marvel cinematic universe we're gonna get horror we're gonna get sci-fi we're gonna get this and we're not getting any of that what we're getting is comic book slash sci-fi in small font comic yeah. book slash whatever dr strange multiverse of madness was in small font we're I getting know, i love dr strange more you than know what most I mean? people so i understand sure, you know. sure 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 i think sure, moon but... knight's a perfect example right moon knight feels like it needed to be they like made it more marvel-y yes yes when it and could, it they could have just made something it bonkers else. crazy something yes yes there's you know? so many things where it's like it needs to be horror first it needs to be xyz yeah. first and then it can be a comic book thing like the, the comic book part of it doesn't matter it's a story and you can yeah. just adapt the story in any way you want it doesn't have to be superhero action thing read the sandman show i i felt that sandman. felt like comic booky like that's i was so disappointed in that i didn't I even finish watching it. that i oh, stopped watching after episode four no and you know it's my favorite thing <laughs> It's my number one. It's my number one. I didn't know that. After the hell battle, I was just like, I don't. That's where I stopped watching also. It was just, it was so like, I couldn't watch it before bed because it was too tiring. And then it was like too boring to watch like during the day. Like it lost all. And it wasn't a a knock on anyone involved. Neil Gaiman was heavily involved. All the actors were doing a good job. It was well written. It was like cool. It's just something about it didn't feel real enough it didn't yeah. feel something yeah. and i think it's what we're talking about i think it felt a little comic booky like it was like let's make our comic book thing you know a hundred percent yeah i think that's exactly what it was but yeah. i think they did a good job they did their best but it was comic booky so yes yeah. this, this is yeah. perfect revivals another one that i was reading that i really enjoyed but i kind of fell off of but i think would make a good tv show because oh, um, i think didn't they turn it into it oh I my god, god did they, they turn it into a tv I, show revival comic tv book, show they might have tv show i swear they did i thought they were doing it and then they didn't maybe that's what i'm thinking of then you're okay. right uh, okay i don't see it i liked revival for a minute but i fell off oh wait no exclusive teaser trailer for revival the movie based on oh movie comic, but it never came out oh yeah huh did Weird. it not come out I'm, I'm literally watching the teaser yeah did it not, i don't uh production was slated to begin in 2018 and then, and didn't. then it just stops talking about it yeah weird it might come out later but 
that was one that I enjoyed and I thought would make a good movie, but I didn't hear anything about it. But yeah, no, Nice House and Lake is perfect for that. Yes. Yeah. And I think, uh, you know, what's crazy is I, I know I'm not the first one to bring up this comparison, and I'm sure you're going to like be like, of course, is like, you know what it feels like? It feels like Lost, right? Hmm. Like yeah, mystery boxes, yeah. cast of characters trying to figure each other out yeah. on a weird place, trying to figure out what's going on. Why are they trapped? You know, like yeah. it definitely has that lost feel to it. Yeah. Whereas Lo- to be fair, Lost ran off the rails because of how long it lasted. I didn't watch that mm-hmm. all the all show. Oh, I, I watched, watched the first all season. of it. I watched the first season because I had that I on had, DVD and then I didn't I, buy the next I, DVD. I had a lot of fun watching Lost. I feel like yeah, if it lost its way, huh. but it, I had a good most time. Most things do. Well, most things do. But yeah. I, I, what, what Lost didn't do, and this does do, is Lost was a TV show, right? Mm-hmm. It was a network TV show at the end of the day, and it felt some of it felt like a network TV show, yeah. right? Like some characters would grow, and then they would be back because they needed them yeah. in that. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, that's yeah, like yeah, what yeah, a network yeah, yeah. TV show yeah. has to do. Whereas this, like, really took its time. Like, just for example, there was that one uh, one issue that started with a character that I had known nothing about yet, which was the comedian guy, mm-hmm. Derek, I think. Yeah. Is it Derek? Hold David? I, I have the thing right here. It's um the comedian David Day. You're right. There you go. And he, I was like, I don't know anything about him. Cool. But then we had a whole issue that really went into him about how mm-hmm. like he was actually smart, but like yeah. he, and it might be corny. And honestly, the TV show, it might come off that way, but like, there was a thing where he was talking to everyone. He was getting like mailman costumes in their deliveries yeah, and like yeah. having a good time. But he was also like asked the only one asking any questions. And then he gathered all this information and brought it to the group. And I'm like, this guy's the only one that knows what's up. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was a really great issue of the comic book. I think great when issue. David, I, I love a goofball who is actually smart and knows what's going on. Like that is yeah. my favorite kind of character in something it's like yes you're silly because obviously it's like a defense mechanism but like you are not letting your guard down you know what's up you know what's going on around you and because people don't take you seriously you can notice more than most people realize you're noticing yeah and because of the structure of the comic book we don't really get another moment like that with david but now that we've gotten that moment with david everything afterwards is colored by our knowledge of david Mm -hmm. Which is, again, such a smart way of doing it by having every issue focus on a person, you know, and I, I, you know, if we're being like super critical. I think there's some that were a little more successful than others. I think some still made in the background. You have a cast of like 12 people. It's very hard. Yeah. But everything else is colored and peppered by all those things we're learning about them. Right. Yeah. Like the craziness of the pianist guy, Rick, mm-hmm. like his like deterioration, the way he like. And it's like a very subtle one. It's like, yeah, he's sure. like deteriorates into madness because of how complacent he is. Right. Mm-hmm. Or like how he wants to please Walter. And that's like right from the beginning. And it's like sprinkled all the way through it. Like it really colors this book, like as all these other crazy things. are. It leaves room for these crazy, almost avant garde, surrealist things to come. Right. Because, yeah, yeah, we don't know what Walter is. Yeah, we don't, we don't know, know where Walter he comes is. from. We don't know where he comes from. And but it's I not what it's about. It doesn't matter. Right. Like we're not trying to investigate like, oh, which planet is he from? So we can figure out his weakness. We don't get a long exposition dump about like his background or whatever. It is like it doesn't matter. It's about the situation that they're in and Mm -hmm. how you would react as a human. He He literally says like you couldn't understand. Yeah, I can't explain it to you. And I'm like, okay, I do. My one. I mean, it's a big suspension of disbelief. 
is when the world ends and immediately uh was it nora was like mm-hmm. you did this i'm like okay ryan you mean oh someone no uh oh nora i think it was nora. the writer someone, someone got their arm chopped off in the that beginning. was nora yeah, yeah nora so nora and then attacked walter and walter just went Foof, and chopped off the arm uh-huh I, my suspension of disbelief a... was uh, more so about the fact that it was like, I don't know if I would have pieced that together. Like if you were like always talking about the apocalypse and then the world ended and we were in a room together, I wouldn't turn to you like, Nick, what have you done? <laughs> but someone would. <laughs> but someone would. Someone would. Someone would. And that's, I also think it was the piling out from Ryan, thing. right? Because Ryan was like a big accusatory kind of thing. Yeah. That happened. There. Oh, Darren makes a good point. It was living in her subconscious because she. we do find out later that she did know the whole time about all what was it. going on. About all yeah. of it. Interesting. Super interesting. Usually, I think a great example is Nick Spencer's Morning Glory. I think I feel I think I made you read that for a minute. Yeah, I was yeah, like yeah. keeping I up with a few that. Issues. It was like coming out and it was like all these mystery boxes and like all these things you got to like. But I very much stopped reading that comic, Marcus. Mm-hmm. And I very much bought the omnibus to go read it later. And guess what? Sold that omnibus without ever finishing it. Wow. Because just like if you set up too many things without paying anything off. Yeah. You never. But this this comic pays stuff off. Hey, like it pretty quickly stuff too. Off. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It lets you in. You know what? I, I, I'm going to compare it to Glass Onion again. What Ryan Johnson does is he doesn't want you guessing the whole time. He puts it all up front to let you be along for the ride. And this comic does that, right? They yeah. get into that black house with Reg pretty quickly. And then he wipes the swipe, uh, slate clean of everybody again. Mm-hmm. But we still know what's going on. Exactly. But the characters don't. Yeah. And he does that a couple times. Yeah. The, the, fa- the ability to wipe the people's memory is wild because it is int- it creates this weird interesting dynamic between yourself the reader and the characters because you're yeah. like almost observing them like animals in a zoo and you are uh, yeah watching and you know things that they don't know yeah I, I i can't recall anything that does that or does this well off the top of my head because yeah it's a very interesting it's a very risky thing right mm-hmm. like I, my biggest complaint about that Captain Marvel film all the time, right, is like, how are we supposed to relate to Captain Marvel when she doesn't know anything, right? The whole mm-hmm. movie, she's got amnesia. So that whole movie, I don't know what to care about because she doesn't know. And I'm like, I, I want to latch on to her character. Uh-huh. I want to love her character. But she doesn't have a character yet, right? Mm-hmm. It's like a dangerous, dangerous thing to mess with, like, mind stuff and but wipe it off. It is, like, it is difficult to do correctly. But, yeah. yeah. But, I mean, also, there's just, like, it builds tension because you know things that the characters don't. So you're seeing them go through the motions again, mm-hmm. trying to figure out the same things that you know that they've already figured out. And you're like, yeah. get there. You could do it. Get there. But this time, it's, it's like there's a different tension because before there was tension because you both didn't know what was going on. Now you yep. know what's going on, but you want them to find out, which is just really interesting writing. It's a little like um, Inception, like that, like yeah. going back into it. It's also a little bit like the resetting of Walter feels a little bit like the good place, right? Mm-hmm. Where it's like mm-hmm. Th- th- they're in like a th- they're in hell and they have to keep resetting it. This yeah, place, yeah, they're yeah. in this place, and he keeps resetting it. Has the same kind of mystique to it, except horror and not comedy. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. But it, it really, it really worked. Yeah, Nick, how do you think the world's gonna end? I know exactly how the world's going to end. Okay, tell me. Shoot. 
how the we're going to be end. so successful in this podcast. Everyone's going to realize that the rest of their life is uh, useless and is there's going to not ever amount to how much we have. So they're going to blow up the world. <laughs> That's pretty good. But Nick, I got something better for you. We're going to find out how the world ends in today's game. I'm rolling the clip. <laughs> now try this trivia. Now try this trivia. Now trivia. Now trivia. Now trivia this. Okay, Nick, I've got a game for you. Nick, we are doing. Why is there something in the. Apocalypse. Oh, okay, I'll stop. Mad Libs. Apocalypse themed Mad Libs, Nick. <laughs> so, <laughs> what? For the, for the first one. Whose idea was this? Darren's idea. And then we sat together and we did it. And it was fun. That's so funny. I'm going to need. Darren, are you ready? Because I need your help. You need an adjective, an adjective, a noun, a verb, an animal, a verb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I need an adjective. And she's doing it one at a time. Adjectives, adjective, noun, verb, animal. Wait, why can't you just tell me? I'm telling you. Oh, okay. As it's coming. Verb ending in ing. You're going to need a second verb and a plural noun hope i remember what verbs are okay <laughs> and a location uh-huh she's still going she'll it. continue but first let's 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 start with the first thing we need the first adjective nick give me something <laughs> there's three of these there's three separate of these so we're gonna do it we're doing the first story okay okay i'm still trying to figure out why it's in the chat <laughs> so that way you can look at it in case you forget are you about to ask them to me one at a time or you want me to give them speed fast all to you all at once if you can do now that they're all in the chat you can do do them one at a time do them one at a time we need one okay. first adjective adjective um adjective uh, robust okay robust is the first adjective that, okay. that's an adjective right yep second adjective i failed grammar you got this you got this oh another adjective another, another adjective, adjective, would, be, another adjective. would be sprawling sprawling okay now we need a noun a noun oh um liposuction is that a noun it's a thing i feel like that's uh it's also a verb that's not, to liposuction it's, but it's, it's also a, a noun. i think it's a verb i don't think it's a I, it's an action it's a thing you have done to you liposuction well why don't you just yes and me and do a different one it's a noun <laughs> okay why don't you less add me just, and say it's a noun? Just for, the, for, the, you, for this no, to you be know, funnier, no, you know, but you know, you know, butted me first. Okay, whatever. <laughs> then tell me the truth. Okay, I can handle the truth. You, tell, me my, a, tell me what a liposuction looks like. you're doing a verb you're doing a verb i literally am looking at the oxford definition okay whatever fine different noun if you can't describe it (laughs) a different noun a different noun is glass okay perfect i thought liposuction would have been better but whatever you just i mean look if you could tell me oh it's the it's this part of the thing a technique in cosmetic surgery by removing excess fat from under the skin by suction i didn't know techniques we're now looking, you know what I'm I mean? looking I guess, at this. I guess uh, look, I also failed grammar. It's what's happening, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know techniques could be nouns. I don't I guess so because it is a thing, but it's too broad. I want I said glass. I guess object is probably glass. what I should have asked for. Great. Object. Glass. Glass. Okay. Glass. <laughs> Off the uh, rails already. Okay, verb. Canoodling. Okay. Are these, what you're, are these what you were hoping for? No, this is Platypus. great. That's the point. That's the point of 
Mad Libs. It's not going to make sense, right? Platypus. It's going to be, and then we're going to read the story, and it's going to be the ha ha. We're going to have some ha has. Okay. <laughs> Papa platypus. Okay. Papa platypus. The first okay. verb can't end in ing. Oh my goodness! It's canoodle. So it's canoodle. We canoodle. Got canoodle. It's canoodle. Yes. Okay. And then the second one ends in ing. I understand. What's next? Uh, oh, right now. Yeah. No. Now, now do one in ing. A verb ending in ing. <sighs> Rifling. Nice. Nice. Like you rifle through nice papers. Okay. <laughs> we need a second. Why was that even in my head? Verb. Another verb oh, wait, that no. doesn't end in ing. Right. Yeah. Yes. Second verb. That's right. Uh. Oh gosh. Um. Patrol. Nice. Nice. Now a plural noun? Yes. Liposuctions. <laughs> <laughs> that what works better. Liposuctions. There you go. Okay. Yes, and. Okay. Right. Two, uh, we need a location. It could be specific. It could be Fort broad. Knox. Fort Knox. Beautiful. Okay. Okay. Now we need an adjective. Tinny. Tinny. Okay. Tinny. Words are uh, weird. Words Can you are isolate weird. them and ask me a weird? All these words I've said sounded dumb. I don't know why you're picking these words. I feel like you're picking the least funny words to, <laughs> to do a mad trip. How with. do you pick a funny one? Oh, am I supposed to say poop? <laughs> poop and butts. Poop and butts. <laughs> I will for the next one. For the next one, I'll do it like the third grader you want me to. That's I look. Look, it's fine. I'm not, I don't want to say you're doing Mad Libs wrong because there's no wrong way to do Mad Libs. These are the first words coming to my head. But Tini is want me not to be the one that people use in Mad Libs. If you PP, yeah. but I will boom. do the next one your way. I will do the next one your no, way. No, no, okay? no, 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 don't, don't, don't. This there is a my side said so you're stifling me. Okay. This is the Nick Mad Libs. I'm, I don't want to stifle your creativity. What's the next one? What's okay. the next one? Plural noun number two. I need a second plural noun. I hope people click on just this on this video. <laughs> just this. We're doing Pl- another. Lips. Another plural na- yeah, yeah. noun would be. My first one in my head was follicles, and I'm sure you're gonna. That yell sounds at me for great. That one, follicles. So. Follicles. All right, and then a past tense verb. Mm-hmm. Trotted. Okay. It's past tense to trot. Beautiful. Beautiful. <laughs> Are you ready for the Mad Libs mastery that we've that, created? That I've created because you've said it's trash. Yes, I'm ready. That, whoa, <laughs> I wrote the story. Okay. I wrote the narrative and you are making it better with your Mad Libs. Worse. This you said worse. You can't work. Don't, don't go back work. like you were oh, the big, the nice guy this mind. whole time. I read right. it and this is a 10 out of 10 story. No. We got this. I supported you the whole time. Shut up. Do, okay, do, you, need, do you need a... Do you need a do you need a camera for what for all, for all that backpedaling you're doing? Wow. Wow. I are you talking about like a rear view camera? <laughs> Don't explain the joke. Bikes it makes it worse. <laughs> <laughs> OK, anyway, you ready? Yeah. OK. It was a ro- robust and sprawling night when suddenly a glass appeared in the sky. The ground began to canoodle, and every platypus started rifling. (laughs) The glass began to speak and demanded that humanity patrol all of its liposuctions to Fort Knox. (laughs) Humanity went in search of its liposuctions, but when it got there, uh, but when they got to where they kept it, it had all been turned into tiny 
follicles. <laughs> they brought the follicles to Fort Knox, and the glass realized that follicles had been its actual craving all along. Then it trotted away. Beautiful. Perfect. Perfect. Perfection. I love it. I loved it. Love I love it. it. <laughs> okay, are you ready? Did you just did you use my word tinny? Yeah. You just, oh, tinny. Oh, I, I said I read it as tiny. Tanny follicles. Tanny so follicles. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Those follicles were tinny AF. Uh, are you ready for the next one? Okay. Yeah. Ready for the next one. Plural noun. Babies. Okay. Body part. Anus. Okay. Sick. Plural noun. Oh, wait. No. This is adjective ending in ER. Give an example. Brighter. Oh, okay uh smellier beautiful past tense verb uh murdered nice nice I'm doing it more like you like verb i'm trying my no best. no no look i'm okay. trying to, no no no. i'm being no. third grade nick i'm still being me okay this is how i would say in third grade okay what was the next one verb it's probably gonna be way better a uh, verb uh <laughs> a, a verb uh to to blow 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 okay. Adjective horny. Okay. <laughs> um, um, noun. Kama Sutra. Kama Sutra. <laughs> okay. Adjective. Big. <laughs> I love this. Okay. Okay. Brand name. Fleshlight. Is that a brand name? I'm sure you can get a bootleg flashlight called flashlight. Do you want me to Google if that's the name of the company? No, no, no. I don't want look. I don't know if that's in your search history already or not, but I don't want to be the reason it's there. <laughs> flashlight. <laughs> okay. Uh, item of clothing. Cum rag. <laughs> <laughs> this is working on me. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, verb. Penetrate. Okay. Got it. Perfect. This is this is the most I don't even know if I could read this because this is the most horrific thing that I am about to read. And I apologize, but this is all Nick's fault. Nick told me to say these words. Yep. Okay. But they're coming from your mouth, so there's this. Oh my god. Okay. You ready? This is the second the first apocalypse. We saw glass appearing in the sky and demanding that we give them all of our Tinny follicles. Our tinny li follicles. Lipo they they wanted our liposuctions, but oh, they, sure. we gave them tinny follicles. Okay. Right, right. Sorry. Now, the second story. Overnight, everyone started to grow babies out of their anus. Anytime anyone looked at someone's baby growth, it got smellier. <laughs> anytime someone murdered their baby, anytime someone murdered, their babies would blow. Soon, people became horny of other people's babies and started to put Kama Sutra on their babies to make them more big. Eventually, fleshlights started to design cum rags for them, and it became completely normal to penetrate your baby in public. That's what you did. I feel like I just got fired from my job. That's what you did. Oh my goodness. I might oh, cut that. Oh man. Oh man. <laughs> wow. That was pretty that was pretty um specific. 
Okay. That one had a theme for sure. I was just playing to my audience, man. <laughs> <laughs> that one was supposed to be zombie inspired, you know? No, that was baby inspired. Darren says you it. should bleep that all out. Maybe. <laughs> bleep it all out. Or maybe we'll just, maybe I'll just bleep the word babies. <laughs> That's fair. And then, well, no okay. one will ever know what they say. You have to go on the no Patreon to get the, know. get what the we Patreon. just said. Uh, uh, this was really funny. Okay. More work, but sounds funny. Plural noun one. Okay. Plural noun one. Oh my goodness. Why don't we say, what are you feeling? What are you feeling? What's the vibe? Nouns, a plural of nouns. Why don't we say Twizzlers? Beautiful. Twizzlers. Okay. Yeah. Verb ending in ing. Okay. Why don't we say, why don't we say, why don't we say wearing? Ooh, love it. Love it. Love mm -hmm. it. Okay. Now, second verb. Oh, wait. Did I screw this up? Because you need a brand of candy later. You could do It's okay. You could do that okay. also. I wonder if that's why it might I said work that. better. Okay. Fine. Verb? Mm hmm. Verb. Um, why don't we say, uh, uh, why don't we say dance? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Now, verb. No. Number? Adjective. It's not a number? No. Adjective. Adjective. Why don't we say, uh, adjective. Why don't we say shiny? Beautiful. 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 Now we need a number. Number. Why don't we say? Why don't we say sixty-nine? Hell yeah, best number. <laughs> but that's the sex number. Love it. Brand of candy that isn't Twizzlers. <sighs> you saw right through me. <laughs> why don't we say uh, gumdrop? No. Why don't we say caramel? No. Why don't we say Kit Kat? No. Kit Kat. No. 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 Okay. No, not no. good enough. Not Goober. feeling it. Goober. Goober. Goobers. Goober. Okay. Goobers. Goober or goobers. Now I need a uh, measurement. Like foot? You can give foot. You can give pound. You can give whatever. Oh, okay. Why don't I say volts? Okay. Volts. <laughs> okay. Now a luxury item. Dentist. <laughs> okay. Nick, just because you're broke <laughs> and don't have good health insurance. You might as well have said therapist, but I like dentist. I like dentist. Okay. Best joke of the night. <laughs> Adjective. Chafing. Nice. No, chafed. Chafed? Chafed. Okay. And noun? Ear. Okay. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Uh, celebrity? Marcus Bordegas. Wow. What an honor. What an honor. I'm glad I get to be a part of this story. Uh, <laughs> hope I don't do anything to babies. <laughs> a verb. Verb. Something you do. You can do a... a, a, a verb. Steal. 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 And that, steal. and that is our story. And that is our story. We too are writers. James Tidian, look at what we've created. Three horror masterpieces in how much time? Minutes. Nick, are you I'm ready for the third horror yeah. masterpiece? Yeah, let's go. Okay. Everyone relied on their Twizzlers to get them through their work days. But one day they began wearing 
and no one could get them to dance. Slowly, the Twizzlers realized everyone wanted them to dance and stopped wearing, and they grew shiny with power. The Twizzlers made a list of demands, including the following. 69 trucks filled with goobers, a vault of dentists, and the most chafed ears in existence. <laughs> that one worked. <laughs> Noted podcast personality Marcus Berdakis decided to bail everyone out and provide the items to the Twizzlers. But in a twist, they decided to steal Marcus instead. In a twist like a Twizzler. It's perfect. Bam! Perfect. Perfect, perfect story. story. Perfect we, story. We've created our own apocalypses here. And I'll submit these to Walter and maybe he can get his alien buddies to do some more apocalypses. Okay. Wow. Good game. Good job. <laughs> good job, you two. I like that. Okay. Did I win? You won! You did it! You yes. won! You made well, it the only through. way I can leave the second one out, Darren, is if you stop referring to it. It's going to be a lot of hard. It's going to be hard to edit as we keep saying the second one <laughs> over and over again. And referring to the three that we did, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I get that. I get that. OK, Nick, now we are back. We are talking the nice house on the lake. I feel like a successful horror thing should be formatted in the blank blank on the blank you know last house on the left nice house on the lake big kitchen in my house i would watch the horror movie <laughs> that sounds very scary <laughs> something i want to really shout out is um we were just talking pre-podcast the other day about how transgendered characters in the trans community is portrayed almost in a in a it's just in a bad way in yeah. a lot of different media. We were sure. I was, was talking about that musical we were talking about the other day. But this is one of the first times I like read something or seen something where it it didn't feel tropey. It didn't feel shoehorned in. It didn't feel mm -hmm. obligatory. It didn't feel tokenized. The character of Nora just happened to be trans and they just were. Yeah. Like, but it was but but also it's more than that, right? Because it also was the character, but wasn't all of the character. I feel like that's the thing that most people miss, that right? That is the like, thing. Yeah. Being trans is a huge part of your life, but it is not huge. the only thing you are. Yeah. So that's they either like ignore anything. It. They either ignore it or it's it's just that's all the character is. But Nora exactly. like had all these faults and all these intrinsicacies, intrinsicacies. I can never say that word. Uh, but at the end of the day, like a huge part of their character was talking about how Walter, they felt Walter wanted to control her in a certain way yeah. and control who she was going to become. And there's this great moment where she said when she was like lost in the darkness and there was like her inner monologue and she said, it must have hurt him so much that the biggest thing about me was something he didn't know or he had no control yeah. over. Right. And this whole concept of control and everything that's happening in the comic with that, like underneath it all. Yeah. It felt really like empowering. It felt really nice to see. It mm -hmm. felt really nice to read. Yeah. You know, and it, it was um, it's, it's it's really nice when I'm able to, um, you know, step up my 
feet into someone else's shoes because of how well something is made right yeah like i you can relate to related to nora i related to nora so much and i i I have nothing in common uh with this aspect of this character but you know i felt it i felt it there in the moment there in the writing it was so nice to see yeah no i agree entirely i think that when you have moments where you can relate to these characters because they're going through something even though it's not something that you necessarily went through but a hardship is a hardship and you can relate to that at least yeah 100 percent. when it's when it's that real when mm-hmm. it's that honest when yeah. it's that it's it's the pathos of it i can't even describe it it was just so good yeah no yeah. i i All really right, like those moments i think that james tinian did a great job of kind of boiling down certain characters to like several lines because we each issue yeah. individually focuses on a different character and mm-hmm. In the 20, 30 pages, you get plot development, but also a good sense of who these people are. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, every time they all make because this 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 comic is called it's uh, it's precipitated on not precipitated with what the hell's word doesn't matter it's it's all falling on that one aspect of these characters need to make choices right yeah the reason this is interesting in this scenario and why we watch it or read it is because we want to see what people would do in this scenario right like we want to be able to talk about it after what would we do in the zombie Mm -hmm. apocalypse how would we handle this what would we do yeah and when you have characters that are so well written it's compelling it feels justified like when rick is about to go kill ryan that feels in line with everything we've seen of mm-hmm. his character when we find out how nora was involved by the end it feels right in line with the whole character you know when how reg responds in that last in those last moments having helped design the whole thing and helping try to fix it it's in line with everything he's done up yeah. to that moment it, it's just like makes pitch perfect sense yeah we got they established these characters early and i don't think that any of these characters ever betrayed themselves or betrayed what was kind of written about their personalities even though they yeah. grew you know i but i i felt like he established early on who these people were and i it worked out really well yeah only only a couple like little things is i wish the doctor had a little more to do sure the yeah Sam, I, I wish the whole thing was longer know. But yeah, I guess so. But the the pacing was great, right? Pacing was good. Like it would have messed with the pacing. I think I would like this to be sort of like a couple of seasons. Like, I think that this could have been I don't even think it could have been a longer comic book because like 12 issues of a no name, nothing comic book is hard to do, hard to get companies to get the permission to write this stuff like I don't know. It, you don't see this stuff all the time. Image Comics does it a lot, but like under DC, like DC has their black label that they're trying, but they have been kind of like cutting a lot of these stories short, canceling them or forcing people to end them early. I don't know. It's just kind of like it's sometimes hard to get a non superhero ish comic book out there and write it for a long time, longer than 12 issues. So I imagine that he was working with what he had to work with. Marcus, do you think it's over? No, I don't think it's over. It's definitely continuing, but it's not right now. There's no like there's plans to continue, but nothing in the works. Oh, that's so disappointing. Because the way it ends, like in that last moment and you're reading the last issue and the last moments of the comic and you're reading it all come together and it's really nice the way it wraps up. Walter just says like a couple, like two or three lines. Honestly, I might even just find it. And then at the very last moment of the comic, which was one of my favorite parts, was it just said end of cycle one. Yeah. 
and you're just like holy shit there's it it leads you to believe that there's more but this is the first experiment first exactly part of the experiment as a comic book reader though you and i know that if those numbers aren't numbering then there won't be a cycle two well, here's what it says. Like, here's Walter and he's inner monologuing at the end. And you think maybe from yeah. death, but it's not because he explains those were the early days, the easy days. It took them only a few months to make peace with building a life at the house. It would take longer for them to realize they would need to fight to keep it. 100%. End of cycle one. And then you finally also realize that the beginning of all these chapters is something we haven't seen. hundred percent. Yeah, the beginning, which is we've talked about a little bit, but the beginning of all these chapters, which is all these characters like just talking testimonial style, which was like a great convention Mm -hmm. like that works really well in comics. It can work in TV. It's been done badly, but like it's all them in like apocalypse gear. Yes. Like longer hair, honestly, to a point where I couldn't recognize some of them. It was really (laughs) asinine because I was like, who's talking right now? But eventually they immediately go back and you see who it's who that person is, even if you recognize them. Yeah. Well, no, but then sometimes they gave them different colored hair again. And Sorry. I was like, wait, oh, I thought I knew who this was. <laughs> cool that they changed them. Mm-hmm. I, I think if they turn this into a V show, you'll be able to see yeah. the, the, it'll be Nick Kroll or whoever it is, like yeah. as the person. But I, I assume like I, I assume the same things you probably assume, which is, oh, when Walter mentioned there's other habitats that yeah, we they're going to see that or they're going to be under style, yeah. pit them against each other. Yeah. Right? Well, I was I was I was thinking that like oh you think something different please they might try to escape and find the other habitats maybe and like Mm. see if they can communicate with the other people that are out there before it's too late and maybe try to gather enough people to start some kind of rebellion. Oh, you know what this is a lot like, which we loved Promise Neverland promise. It's kind of like that. Yeah. 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 Promise it's like Land a little farm community thing. If you continued reading it, but it was a it. great premise. You read the whole thing? Yeah. Oh, okay. It took a dip. It wasn't the same <laughs> comic. It okay. was not the same mystery yeah, 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 horror yeah, 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 yeah. thing. It was just an adventure shonen shown any kind of thing. It eventually. became an adventure shonen, and it was like, that's yeah. not why I started I still reading this. It. I still yeah, liked okay. it because I love the characters, but you're right. It did take some dips. I was like, what? Yeah. All right. Fine. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But then you found out at the end of that comic spoilers for Promise Neverland that the world never did. It didn't end. Yes. Right? Like yeah, they were yeah, able yeah. to go like yeah. ba- back and live in it. And then I wonder if something like that's happening here. Crazy. I wonder if, if that we were ever too. asked to ask James Tinian. I would love to see if he's read that comic. Yeah, that's true. I feel yeah. like, the, you know, I think that something like that would be fun, even if they're just trying to survive in their own pod. That would I, be fun. I, yeah. There, there's a lot maybe of the, fun maybe they're apocalypse because they go to war against each other yeah that's also interesting yeah. but you know, maybe they get invaded you know yeah maybe it's not that they go maybe they get it mm-hmm. comes you know to them but if you're listening Lots to this podcast go. go buy the comic book go buy everything you support this creator yes. support comic books because I won't be able to finish this story if no one buys it. There has to have been. I, I guess not, because this is like brand new. Yeah. It's just come out. It's one year old. It, it finished now. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Even the Seth so, graphic novel, I think. It just came out. Just came out. Yeah. Just came out. So there haven't been word, but like. How could this not be on Netflix or I know. HBO? Yeah. Especially if HBO. it's a movie deal. Ooh. HBO. Ooh. We're going to get more. No, miniseries. We want like White Lotus. Like we want like a miniseries, right? Uh, I don't know. I like The Last of Us for me, 
I it's too short. I think it needed like one or two more episodes for me to feel in the TV show similarly to what I felt in the game. I would uh, but it, everyone else on the planet likes it and they felt the things that they were supposed to feel when they were supposed to feel them. So I might be wrong. I just also know that when you have a TV episode, I, I think you have multiple episodes. It's just sometimes like there you take something like Daredevil where like they made it to. 12 episodes and like three of those episodes didn't need to be there. It messed That's up true. with the pacing. I would say so whatever me, it needs. Give me this could all be your maybe you're right. Maybe a mini series. 12 episodes. 12 episodes. Yeah. yeah. But they need you to have, be like hour long episodes. Yeah. If they need to be. Yeah. If they also if they don't need to be, don't make them that. You know? Yeah. 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 I just want a little bit extra. Like I feel like when you adapt. You want more. Yeah. Like with The Last of Us 2. Like they give us sure. episodes that were not in the video game that elaborated and made us feel a lot of shit, you know? Like, I want more. I want extra stuff. That's so hard because usually when we get extra stuff, it's bad though, right? I I think the extra stuff is different, right? The extra stuff I'm talking about no, is I, 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 I sure feel like I, I want like give me the equivalent of like in total, I don't want all the extra stuff in one shot. I want like three minutes here five minutes here whatever like one extra page in this issue one extra page in that issue well, that conversation kind of between extra. two characters that were off to the side that exactly. we didn't know what they were doing that's all i'm saying so in total maybe like one extra episode or something like that but well, no I, you just you make them yeah. all like you can get this an issue done in 30 minutes i bet just make it 45 or whatever that's true. exactly i understand that's what you're I'm saying, saying. I, that's all I'm I agree saying. with what you're saying i just i'm hesitant to agree with you 100 you don't trust the writers it, I don't trust the writers. Mm -hmm. I don't trust networks. Uh, you know, we've gotten so many things that have been adapt adaptations. And usually when they add stuff, it's bad. That's true. Unless you make it your own thing, like a Marvel movie, right? Like yeah. some of the Marvel movies are great. Like No Way Home is a great movie. Yeah. It's its own thing. It's not a Or James C. works on the thing. Because Neil Druckmann's 100%. working on The Last of Us TV show. And that and that's is really working. Why he's, that's, That worked really well. That's why I said HBO. I feel like yeah. that's the HBO only chance he would have to go, you know? Yeah. Like every other place, they just kind of make it. They're starting to learn that. Like they, put, they brought Prime Neil Gaiman for Sandman. Yeah. They brought him for Last of Us. You know, I think they're they're starting to learn yeah. those lessons. I think you know? Amazon they have, Prime slowly but surely. is doing great with Invincible, The Boys, and... Vox Machina. Those are all great. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. You know? And The Boys is a great example of like... Doing Don't it better. Be faithful. Do it better. Do, Do it better. better. Do, Do it better. better. <laughs> yeah. Well, amazing. We've talked about the ending. We've talked about the characters. Who is there anything who, else you or who was your Go favorite ahead. character? Who is kind of like who were you liking? Gosh, that's such a hard question because everyone it was so interesting question. and unique, right? You know, like I loved the Ryan of it all, how it was just a stupid mistake that she was there. I loved I loved the one that ended up being the orchestrator of everything. She was fantastic. Mm -hmm. I loved reg he was so interesting i love the class clown guy yeah uh the pianist uh I do i think i do want to talk about two moments i guess i want to talk about no, david please. with molly and i want to talk about sort of like the when naya Anaya is that her name that's when the doctor died. died yeah i feel like those are two big moments that like we could talk about briefly at least and talk about like circumstances surrounding them i feel like the David issue for me, we kind of talked about it a little bit earlier, but it was really like beautiful. And I think sold me on the entirety oh. of the comic book. Molly is the one that wanted to end things. Yes. Yes. So yes, she was yes, tired of living was really in the great. house. She kept trying to order a razor 
and mm-hmm. she wasn't allowed to order one. So David mm-hmm. is like silly, goofy guy, whatever, whatever. And he sees her struggling and he tries to help in his own way. And that's yeah. kind of when they discover that they can't die, which I thought was wow, which means beautiful she did issue, it, right? Well, no, no I think he did it. Blood. He did it. Yeah, he yeah. Did it to himself. He did it to himself to be like, look. Oh, because he already knew they couldn't die. Maybe. I think he had a suspicion. That's yeah. the the vibe I was getting. Even sadder if that wasn't a suspicion. He was like, let's yeah. go together. It really, yeah, great. You're right. So so well done. So yeah. amazing. Yeah, for yeah. me, that was kind of like this is definitely something that I I am impressed by because I liked it yeah. just based on premise. I would have kept reading just because it was a fun premise. But that issue was like, this is great writing, and I'm enjoying this. He has a handle on the human condition, unlike yes. most things you read. You yeah. Know? And the other one that I want to talk about was that moment where we know as viewers that they've lost their memories, but you mean they lost their healing power. But yeah, no, well, they lost their memories. Their they memories. didn't lose their healing power yet, oh, but they're, oh, they're okay, on yeah, the, yeah. on the like docks mm-hmm. playing with the gun, going through a similar scene that we saw play out earlier where oh, sure. they were like, we can't die. We can't die. We can't die. Except this time we're also seeing the fact that someone is at the controls about to make them lose their healing power and they're playing off of that tension. And I think that like a lot of times in media, especially comic books, I feel like it's hard to build tension in that way. It takes like sophisticated panel usage. It takes good writing. There's a lot of layers to it that really worked for me. And I thought he did a great job and I felt very tense in that moment in a way that I don't feel tense a lot of times when I'm reading comic books. Agreed. It was great. And um, yeah, I have nothing more. Who was your favorite character? Um, I don't know. I feel like I liked David in that one issue a lot. And then all the they other all issues, I stopped hard, kind of right? caring about him. I feel like yeah. Reggie was probably the best overall. I like that he had that sense of betrayal. He had that kind of arc where he was like, I helped orchestrate all of this. I feel responsible and Reg and Walter is a bad person that we need to get rid of. I, I liked him a lot. Sure. I, I think I like Nora the best. The writer. Nora was I think, good. I Nora was, was very compelling. Darren asked about casting ideas. Oh, gosh. I haven't thought about this at all. Okay. Quick. Do you have any thoughts? Let's see. Walter. I don't I don't know any actors names. And Walter's. also, we're getting that that age where all of a lot of the actors I know are old, <laughs> old people now. Yeah, <laughs> they can't play like young twenty something, thirty somethings on a beach. I feel like I mean, now my answer should be like Timothy Chalamet and like <laughs> Chris Evans as David. Or no, that's not good. No, but I. Um, Chris Chris Evans could be Rick. 100%. The cast, the cast of Rick. Stranger Things. <laughs> <laughs> no but i mean the problem is that also works right like chris evans yeah. could totally i think be the pianist i think that would be a great like stretch for him it'd be interesting you know everyone from the glass onion just totally put them in here it totally works you know <laughs> uh donald glover donald glover could be good in this cast mm-hmm. i just like him in everything what's the flea bag lady she's good yes yeah, you know? I'm just typing likable actors. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see a list. OK, we got Tom Hanks. Yeah. Tom Hanks. You know what? <laughs> Tom Hanks 20 years ago could have been Walter. Tom Hanks 20 years ago could have been Walter. He would have been Walter, baby. Yeah. Oh, the, the problem is there's just too many uh, actors now. 
<laughs> no, I agree. Uh, yeah. I, I unless they're in Marvel movies, I feel like I I don't know anybody Agreed. anymore. You know. Yeah, I we play the movie game, and I feel like I'm always going back to like the Lord of the Rings, like early two thousands, two thousand tens, and now I don't really. I'm not too yeah. familiar with. The problem is also all these young. actors, all these characters are all very like, they're all very profile specific. They're all like, you know, they're like ethnicities and creeds and sexual orientations all have to be honored too. Yeah, that's true. And I don't know where most people stand. <laughs> so that's that, true. Like, takes research. So that's like yeah. a casting director's job. Yeah. Don't mean to poo-poo on this. Okay, so let me see. Tw- 20 some. How old are these people? 30 somethings? I don't know. It's so hard because I feel like every time I look, it's like these young kid actors that in my brain are still children are like, they're 20 something. Like the kid that's playing Shazam in the new Shazam movie, he's a 20 year old man who just becomes an older man. Like it just, it's, it's weird true. now. Everyone's, everyone's aged up. Ooh, Andrew Garfield is Walter. How about that? Oh, okay. Andrew Garfield is very likable and charming. He'd be a good Walter. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at, I looked at, Actors in their 30s. Hell yeah. Is what I'm looking at. Donald Glover is here. Yeah. I okay. That. The problem is a lot of these. Jim Parsons. White. The oh. problem is a lot of these actors are white men on this list. That's and fair. I need non white. Zachary Quinto actors. as Walter. That's good. He's a little older now, though. He is older. Who's a. Oh, Grant Gustin. Give him. Put him in this movie. I don't know who. Gosh. This is too hard. I need This time. is too hard. I'm looking I'm at actors now and is. I'm not doing a good job. Well, Just, also, uh, you know. The cast is just get, grab the cast of Stranger Things, grab the young cast from Yellow Jackets, grab them all and, and figure out which ones fit in the characters, throw them in there. Uh, I don't know why. I don't know why this. Um, We do this all the time. I don't know why this one's like especially difficult. I, I think, again, it's just like these characters are so specific. I think it's the age thing, too. Yeah. Everyone I'm thinking of would be too old for the role. Yeah, yeah I guess so. Yeah. 50, 50 popular actresses in their 30s. Oh, this is Elizabeth Olsen as the consultant lady. Okay. That seems good. Mm-hmm. That one's good. I, I'll stand by that one. Gosh, I don't know who else, though. <laughs> yeah. Again, now all this list of actresses are all white. <laughs> the internet sucks. This is the problem. It's not our problem. We're not wasting everyone's time right now. What we're trying to <laughs> point out is that there's a systemic issue where we're trying to find lists of good actors and they're all white. And we're trying to not cast white, an entirely white cast of people because the characters are not white. <laughs> I, honestly, 100%. Uh, the problem is Hollywood, not us. Yes. I stand by that. Yes. And that's that's where we're going to leave this yeah. segment. Sex education that's... people or Abbott Elementary people, throw them in there too. We 100%. got it. 100%. All right, Marcus, anything else you'd like to say about the nice house, nice lake house on the lake? The nice house on the lake. No, nothing else I want to nice say. Nice lake house on the lake, yeah. Nothing else I, I want to say. Great. Nick. I got a couple of questions for you. But before we get to those, I don't want to say that next week, this weekend, we are going to PAX. If you were listening live, that is the only way that you know we will be at PAX. So if you see us, come say hi. But also, next week, we are going to do PAX slash Scream 6 because we're going to have, we're going to spend a weekend together in a way that I feel like we haven't in years. Uh, And it's going to be fun. And it's going to be great. And we're going to have a good time since we're going to be in person. We're going to celebrate that and make the podcast celebrate that as well. I love that. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. All right, Marcus, get us out of here.
Wait, I have a couple questions for you. Not wait, right, but what, this, what, I'm getting yeah. us out of here. Podcast. Thank you. Oh, hey, Mortar, you're here just for the end of the podcast. Hell yeah, go let's go. Maybe there's an old time. Nick, uh, that's true. question mm-hmm. one. I am here. What's the question? Did you like the nice house on the lake? Loved it. Love this comic. Everyone Woo! should read. Uh, that's not the question yet. Sorry. I, I loved it. It was great. I wish I had. I gave myself like oh, two weeks to read it. Mm. It was a very nice house on the lake. <laughs> it, it, <laughs> it was, was a, a nice, nice house, house on the, the lake. lake. Mm-hmm. Okay, Nick, would you recommend, recommend. nice house on the lake? Yes. I was building suspense. Okay. Oh, okay, cool. I've already told my girlfriend to read it. I already told Nikki to read it. I'm going to tell everyone I know that reads comics to read it. Uh, I'm scared to lend out my copies, but I probably will because I really want people to read it. Mm-hmm. You know, Nick, finally, last question. If we are lucky to get more issues of Nice House on the Lake, would you read it? Dude, I was so sure when you made it imply that we might not get a sequel. I was I don't you saw my face. Uh, I was flabbergasted because clearly there's going to be more and clearly I'm going to read it. There has to be. I I will be forever disappointed if we don't get more. Structurally, it ends. There is cycle one. No, 100 percent. Like there is more coming. Business wise, I gotta believe it. Business wise, it can't be certain. To answer your question, Marcus, yes, I will be reading the next cycle. Okay, let's put it out into the universe, or Mm -hmm. it could be a Game of Thrones thing, and we just—he's just working on it forever. That sucks. I don't like that. It's probably All right, guys, true. thank you so much for joining us here on the podcast. Please leave us reviews wherever you're watching, comment, uh, like all those great things. But if you really want to come part of the conversation, suggest us things every month and then vote on the things that we do every month. Go ahead and go to patreon.com slash now try this cash. Become a patron. Just cost a dollar to start getting voting power. We have a discord. We would love for you to join us. Uh, come on and hop on over to Patreon. Let's go thank you so much for joining us we i don't know where all this energy come is coming from i feel like the mad lips really powered me through yeah you're ready the rest I'm of the done. episode <laughs> <laughs> uh thank you so much for joining us if you joined us live we love you if you didn't join us live we love you just a little bit less remember to go out there and try some things good night good night we love you i promise <laughs> So they can try things You got a tense podcast So that you can try things Now we'll stop saying So that we can all now try this But I was Recording like my audio. Sometimes I'll wear my sleeping clothes On the podcast and then I have to make clips And I'm like I regret wearing my sleeping clothes <laughs> <laughs> I, I uh, Sure Now I feel like I should be better dressed No you look great <laughs> I'm not matching your vibe <laughs>